Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. Uh, this is episode four. Uh, we're going to be doing something a little different. Uh, we're going to be talking to uh, two business owners in the area. Uh, we're all, they, they are also uh, they run uh, two venues that are uh, very well known around here. They're they're actually uh, posing very well for a great picture right now. <laughs> Such a dork. Uh, usually, you know, uh, w w most uh, arts and entertainment publications talk to uh, the artists themselves and promote the shows from that perspective, uh, but you don't usually hear the other side of things. Uh, so that's really what we're here uh, to mainly talk about uh, this week. Uh, I'll let uh, Marky do the intros in a minute. Uh, so oh, I, I was teased and then told to wait. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'll let you do it in a minute. Uh, so <laughs> Lauren, Lauren is sick this week. I have a head cold. I'm sorry to hear that. So if you hear sniffling, I apologize. No, we'll it's, that's fine. Just as long as you aim any coughing that way. Cause I don't, I don't want to deal why with I'm that. wearing the scarf. Okay. All right. Ascot. Yeah. We're, <laughs> Whereas Jimmy is feeling pretty great because uh, you just got back from Disney World. Disney World, yeah, Walt Disney World. <laughs> who just does, as it? opposed who, to like Clark Disney World? <laughs> Thanks, who just, Jim. Who just takes off to Disney World for the weekend? I was just sick of the monotony of Scranton and just you know everyday life, and just needed to do something well, different. Good for so, you, man. That's yeah. awesome. Wait, wait. There's there's one thing. I, what was the worst thing that you experienced about Disney World over the last four days? So my my whole trip was magical except for one complaint, and it was Jazzy's. <laughs> everywhere you went in the park, it was infested. It was jazzies everywhere. My girlfriend got run over by a jazzy. It was like, and they <laughs> the get special hit from the push, and they get special treatment. <laughs> they they drive they drive right up to the front of the line because they get into the handicapped line. Most of them were not handicapped. Most of them were just obese, <laughs> and they would get a special treatment. And the, the real handicapped people were being pushed around the park with by their family members, and you felt bad for them, you know. And then trying to get back to our resort. Jazzy's again once again had first dibs on the bus so they had to push up all the seats and pull 10 Jazzy's on the bus and then there was about it was just standing space left with you had to hold on to a bar where everybody was strapped in on their Jazzy's you know so that was the only thing I, I just really felt like it it downgraded the whole experience a did, little bit did you bit. get a Walt Disney World shin guard <laughs> I just feel like it just they just needed to control that a little bit because it felt a little bit like Walmart instead of Walt Disney World. <laughs> yeah, you see that in the grocery stores all the time, and that always bugs the hell out of me. Because I mean, obviously they they got there fine without it. Well, they'd get but they'd they gotta pull go up to the ride and have no problem getting off of their seat <laughs> and get right in first first dibs on whatever seat they wanted. Right. Get get right off the ride and then burn out and then they're they're flying around corners and everything running people <laughs> over. I just I thought to myself, what is the statistic of people being run over or at least hit by jazzies per day in the park? And then actually needing someone to carry them around all day. Yeah, yeah, a reason to really have a jazzy. Right. But yeah, that's my only complaint. The rest of it was beautiful, beautiful weather and. <laughs> Beautiful experiences and just awful, awful people. <laughs> right. No, well, I, just, I just have to ask because I've never heard it referred to as a jazzy. Mm. What, what is it? I don't know, man. It's, it's always been a jazzy. jazzy. I'm trying to think of the name. It used to be the commercial on the TV. It was always a jazzy. Yeah, I, th I think I think the it's hover the hover right? There's a hover yeah, around. Yeah, hover around. <laughs> it was and a, it was a brand that. name. Is that the, the rascal? Is that a jazzy mm. or a hover around? I remember no, the, the, rascal, the rascal. The rascal's up at the Playtime Boutique. My wife has it. <laughs> Has a couple of those. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right, well, keep going. With that one, you sit on the shifter, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. And it 
takes a car battery <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of D's. Okay. This is the kind of show we're in for, folks. So if uh, this is not your thing, uh, turn around now. Take your jazzy yeah, somewhere put else. Put your jazzy in R. It yeah, doesn't mean reverse. radio. All right. And head on down to Clark Disney World. All right. So so real, real, real quick on the site. Um uh, Chris Rock's younger brother Jordan is actually going to be in Holly uh, this weekend. Uh, he's going to be doing a, a, a stand up at a coffee shop. So I, I guess uh, he's got a little he's got a little bit of a way to go. Uh, you think? Uh, <laughs> uh, Motionless and White uh, just did uh, a very rare acoustic song. They never do that type of music because, of course, they're they're obviously a heavy metal band. Uh, so we have a, a video up now of that. Um, the videos actually that have been doing really well this week is uh, we have a collection of uh, st- st- uh, videos of the Globe Store. And this time of year, obviously, everybody is you know thinking about the holidays and shopping and that sort of thing. So we thought it was appropriate to put that up. Actually, WVIA did a, a really good uh, you know back in the day they have a little show back in the day and uh, so it's like a, a 12 15 minute video um, that just recalls what it was like to to be there and shop there and work there and stuff like that and I used obviously to see Santa there yeah I mean every everybody has memories of uh, the globe store so we've been sharing that around and people have been going crazy for that that video master that's where everybody that's went they, to, that's go, everybody to go, a concert. Yeah. If yeah. you were going to a concert, you went to the Globe to get your tickets. To get your tickets, right. yeah. yeah. Every, every, you, went, you went there for everything, really. I mean, they had dry goods. They everything. Had, yeah. I think they, they, they even they, they showed a scene. What was the name of the restaurant? In the the Charlemagne. Charlemagne. The Charlemagne. That, they had the roasted yep. or the roast beef sandwich, didn't they? That was it. That was the yeah. Charlemagne. The original yeah. roast beef the, sandwich. Uh, <laughs> the, the sign is actually still there. If you, if you go around the, the back of the building. For the Charlemagne. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, still on the, uh, it's still on the door, actually. Um, we did a uh, top 10 best ways to uh, spend the holidays in Northeast PA and beyond. Uh, one or two of those is already over with uh, in the past weekend, but there's there's plenty Jimmy more to do to for the rest of the month. Number seven, that's over. With. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Menzingers uh, announced their holiday show uh, in the past week, which uh, that's always huge. And uh, OK Patty and the Swims are actually getting back together just for that show that weekend. So that's going to be. Uh, really awesome. I think it's on December twentieth. Right, the twentieth. Dakota's playing. Yep, yeah, Dakota's playing. Uh, and I think there's that's it. No, there's a couple. Of, there's oh, a, is there, it really? There's a whole. It's, and it's at the Leonard, right? Yeah, it's at the yeah. Leonard. Yeah. So, which I, I'm I'm really curious to see how, uh, how how that place is like. How it is to to see a show there, Rich. Do you have the scoop on Cock 107? Are they coming back or what? Oh my I, God. I hope so. I really hope so. In fact, I actually got to talk to uh, to Brian Langan about <laughs> the swim. So I'm going to, I'll bring that up. I'll ask him. I'll get back to you. It's, on that. it's, it's funny. It's funny when it comes to Cock 107 because do you remember, Jimmy, do you remember being in Ireland with Finnerty? Yeah. Infinity, like we were talking about Cock 107 and he's like, you know what, man? He's like that because I loved that band. He's like, but if you wore one of the one of the merchandise outside of there, everyone was like, what's Cock 107? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, locally, just, it made total sense. It's one of those sense. things you had to be there to get the yeah. joke. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it was a wonderful. He goes, so I stopped wearing my Cock 107 stuff. My outside Cock 107 <laughs> yeah. gear. <laughs> And then uh, the uh, the the last thing this week is uh, we have uh, drunk illustration Tuesdays are uh, going to be starting uh, tomorrow. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, it's a new feature that we're going to have. Uh, it's actually my cousin uh, Brendan. He is uh, from Scranton originally, but uh, he's actually uh, studying abroad in. Well, he's actually teaching abroad. Uh, I should say in Japan. <laughs> What's her <And> name? He's <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Jim. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh so yeah he's teaching uh english over there but uh but he does uh some really really amazing illustrations so we've been teasing them all week long just showing you different weird things that he draws and stuff so he's going to be uh doing a weekly feature on that uh which also might spin off into its own podcast so uh that should be interesting drunk illustrations drunk illustration tuesday right. yeah yeah it's on you look it up on facebook okay oh, so uh now you will uh introduce our guest this week it is my great honor and my great privilege to introduce should you go by this or by tom i go by this i'd go by okay it's always good <laughs> to go by this all right so sitting here across from me with uh with great dignity and great grace is T from Thirsties and Vinny from the V Spot, and we'd like to say thank you for coming. Oh, thanks yes. for having us, Mark. There that's it. We just wanted to get you on the show. See you later. Yeah. All right, thanks. <laughs> Cooper still has our open check. <laughs> we said we'd be back. All right, so we we wanted to have you guys on because we wanted to um, kind of look at it like we had we've had a, a, a couple of bands on, and you know we're going to ha- continue to have bands on, but we wanted to look at it. Cause we talked to them about like what goes into like making a record, how much, you know, like the budget, like all that stuff. So we want to know, you know, what it comes like, what, what it's like from your guys' point of view, you know, how do you stay in business? How do you pick what acts that you want to have, you know, stuff like that. Let's, and, uh, let's start with how you got into the business originally and right. then we'll go, we'll, we'll go into that stuff. How, Who wants to go what, first? What, Vince could go first. He's been around long. What made you want to open these places? Well, I'm going to try and keep it to a minute or less because I'm a talker. The elevator pitch? I'm a talker. <laughs> you can um, talk. Yeah, I was, I, was a, I was a bartender. I was just telling Tommy the story before uh, we actually uh, came over here that I was going through a, I was going through a divorce and I, was, uh, I've, I have so many children. Someone said to me, listen, <laughs> you're going to get, you're gonna need to get a job. You know, that's like, you know, some under the table stuff. You know, if you, get, if you just get a regular paycheck you're going to have nothing for yourself. So someone suggested that uh, I would maybe make a good bartender. So hopefully the IRS isn't listening yes. to this podcast right now. <laughs> hopefully. How, how many years back can they get you? Three or four? Seven. So, uh, <laughs> so okay. like I said, my minute's up. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I bartended. That's what I, I'm a, I'm a bartender and an opportunity came my way to open up the bar. And, uh, I took it and uh, four years later, still, still in business. That's how I got into it. Some wonderful advice for young entrepreneurs <laughs> that have a lot of children. Yes. <laughs> Become a bartender <laughs> and hide all the tips from the government. <laughs> how much did you make last night? $7. Yes. $7. You have 48 kids. $7. They, they each got, get a piece. They all got 10 cents. <laughs> kids don't hide your tips from the government. Yes. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Claim it all. Okay, so why, why then? So you were a bartender, but why get into why get into business? Uh, it was a, just a total coincidence. I it was an opportunity. It, was, it came it came before me. I never wanted to really own a bar. Uh, I never wanted to own a bar. Say any bigger than the dugout. If anyone knows where the dugout is in Southside, uh, perfect size. I always felt like that's the kind of place I'd like to be. I'd like to you know two bartenders for the week, someone in the kitchen. Very intimate. You'd know all your customers. If you don't, someone stops in and you don't know them. Hey, what are you doing in my bar? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, You're not yeah, a regular. Yeah, have a drink or get the fuck out. So <laughs> that's what I, that's, that was the only thing I ever really wanted to run was something that I could have total control over. And when this opportunity came, uh, you know, I said, well, I, I guess I have to take it. You know, everyone thinks that you should work for yourself and, and try and make a go of it. And because I like people, I thought, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to, I've already been a bartender, so I like people. So maybe people will come to this place. And uh, so far, everything's been excellent. Really has. But that's it. It's, uh, it wasn't about the, uh, the uh, money, the pussy, or the weed. It was, it was just about, you know, it was just about being just a bartender. About the weed. Just, yeah, just, just was, a bartender. <laughs> just be, uh, you know, to bartend and, and, and make a go of it. And why the, why the V spot? It's on the, it's on Is the Is that a play v. on your name? No, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, if you approach, if you approach the V spot from uh, probably the most popular direction is coming from town uh, at the traffic light, uh, there is a V and Providence road, you know, goes in the direction you were going and, uh, right to the right is Albright. And actually, you know, I tell people, uh, I make them look at their jeans if they're wearing them. And they, and if they, someone says, where's the V spot? I said, well, look at your left leg. I said, and then, and then look at your right leg. And I said, this is Providence, your left leg. And this is Albright, your right leg. And I said, the V spot is right, right there at the intersection. And it gets a couple laughs. It really does. And your, and really your cores came. Where did you get that? That came from. That's not from Cooper's. Jim, that came from down the street. Jimmy's dad was kind enough to uh, go and uh, get some uh, some drinks for our guests. Do you guys want any? Well, yeah, if everybody's uh, Just diving don't in. Just Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy uh, Thank you. you. No, thank you very much. I, I kind of like the smell of old booze in my studio. Yeah. I was brought up on the smell of beer and cigarettes in a, in a musical place, so I'm okay. <laughs> I spill, I'm sorry, Mr. Leonard. Is that deodorant? That's okay. Okay. That is deodorant. All right, well then. Where the hell did deodorant I, come I'm, from? I'm going to pour one out then. <laughs> one for me and. Yeah. Are you going to take this? Why? Oh, take it. Oh, I would take, take it from it. you. You're the you first me, person to ever get money from Vinny. If you sent you might as well just take it. <laughs> you sent me four beer. Here. Get Jimmy something nice. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where the hell did the deodorant come from? It's they're they're running a special at the distributor. Yeah. You buy a case of Coors Light and you get Keeping the, the Coors Coors the Melba? Like Old Spice <laughs> Original. You know the Melba is closed at this time? What do you mean? No, really? Like currently or no, no the Melba closes at seven or eight o'clock at night. Is that oh. why there's a sign that says no visitors after nine? Yes. Cause I no thought, one's I there. I thought like you just had to be a local or you were not allowed in the place. No, that's not the case. They do not open. They know that they're, they know what's going on on the streets of Pinebrook. <laughs> okay. I, I just thought you <laughs> had to, doing you, everyone you had to have your seat in there service. or no, no visitors after the nine. Case. Just Jimmy, strictly don't I've never driven by that bar at night. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> My bus used to go by there at 7 a.m. They were and people, there's people lined there. up. Oh yeah. They were lined yeah, up ready different. for the door to open. Completely it's, different it's at like, 7 a.m. Um, Knickerbocker in New York City. They closed down the whole street at six o'clock. What do you mean? businesses and all they know the environment that's around them and six o'clock comes and whoosh, the gates come down and so no up. so no crime can be committed against against them or like, their customers <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't know that. yeah because they're probably a cash bar well, that's good they have a curfew at the at the melba yeah, oh yeah oh yeah definitely okay so moving on to you me why did you what do you why what am did i you doing do, yeah why why um Long story short, coming I, from your storied background, to from my like, storied yeah. background, I've been in business 
um, believe it or not, since I was 14 years old, um, working 70, 80 hour weeks at uh, selling jazzies at my mom and dad's. <laughs> yeah, so Jimmy could get run over in Disney. Um, you could blame T for that. At my mom and dad's mom and pop store, you could classify it as. And then back in uh, 1981, I believe, I ventured on right across the street, 200 feet away, to uh, purchase a building and remodel it and put a check cashing convenience store and a laundromat in there. Um, I was there for 15 years and um, very successful, thank God. And then uh, I moved on to become a chief of staff for the House of Representative. But that ended abruptly after four years, unfortunately. And um, I always was up for a challenge. And I, and I, I love music. And that was one thing that I wanted to get involved in this too. But like Vinny said too, I like people. I mean, from, you know, I'm 50 years old now. So 36 years, if I didn't like people, you know, doing this for 36 years. You'd be a computer programmer yeah, in your pajamas. Be, yeah. And there's days I would like to lock myself up on a deserted island somewhere, but... Um, Do they have doors on deserted islands? Yeah, well, I would build <laughs> a hut. Cores. We'll be there. Cores. As long as they don't have jazzies, we're good. <clears throat> but yeah, that's... Um, and just something different. I didn't want to go back to what I did for my whole life. And um, the four years that I spent with the House of Representatives... I kind of was locked up in a computer room. So I needed to get back to the reality, which is real people on the street. And um, I wanted to do this and it was a challenge. It was new to me. And that's something, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, I can't sit still and I have to do something all the time. So whether it was, you know, remodeling your kitchen three weeks before Christmas when the whole family ended up hating you because it's torn apart, I needed to do something. Right. You can't have downtime. So this was different. I wanted the challenge. Was it the right move? I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Two years later? Yeah. You're not sure? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Part of the problem is, is I'm from Scranton my whole entire life. Well, that's the only thing. Why, why, why up the valley? Up the valley, um, my family. Oliphant. The tell name has been on the corner of Diamond and Foster for, since 1895. Since my great grandfather, they came from Austria, which is probably two blocks away from the V spot. And um, I, I bow every time I drive by it. I nod. <laughs> not not because I, I grew up. I actually grew up yeah, on a block away from Tommy. Yeah, we grew up. Did together. you guys grow up together? Did yes. you guys know each other? Yes. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't play well together because Tommy was older. I'm older. So like he a year was older. No, you're, you're, you're more than two years older oh, than me. Two years. And Tommy, Tommy would wear funny shorts. Intimidated me. Vince, the, the funny shorts pictures already on Facebook with you in the tennis courts at Westerfield. So, like, what do you mean funny shorts? Well, his like, shorts were well, they, they went up to his neck. Like he would put it again. Uh, Tommy was uh, odd dresser. He's an odd dresser, and he's an only he's an, an only child. So you know what I mean. We would, we grew up together. We, we, we tried played to baseball. Hang out. We tried Sammy, to hang his out. brother. We hung out. We were tight. When we got older, you know, Vinny went to the rock band route. And um, did you work? Did you work for your dad's business as well? well I tried. You know, I tried. I, <laughs> I was. Uh, I didn't get a pubic hair till I was seventeen. 
And that was the year I graduated high school. So I was. So you know, your youth was tough. Was just totally, one. Totally just confused. One, yeah. But then once Still he got. Still has it. I, <laughs> once he got the first pubic hair, he went, went right crazy. The, he went right <laughs> in the porn. I went right out of my mind. I went <laughs> nuts. I, I stole my father's credit card. Well, I didn't steal it. I stole it. I did. <laughs> I went right up to Sugarman's and I charged the guitar. I didn't even know how to play. I said, I, this is what I'm going to do. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, Tommy was a major influence on my life. <laughs> because he says, I don't want to be that guy that's stuck working in the store. I'm going to go buy a guitar. Yes. I'm going to go steal a credit card right. and buy a musical instrument. I got a lifeguard for six summers and practice guitar every day. And I did. And he did. That and sounds did. like the bohemian, like, hell yeah. It was. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. But yet, getting back on track, me and Tommy grew up together right there by Weston Field. And his uh, family still lives two blocks from the V-spot. Haven't spent a freaking dollar live. in there. I still <laughs> live. Haven't spent a dollar in there, Tommy, and your, your father or your mother, but no they're, big deal. They're scared, Vince. They're scared. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the smoking. They're just scared. Okay. Now, with you Fair both enough. loving uh, uh, music, uh, has that had an effect on uh, what kind of music you get uh, in in your your bars? Because uh, both venues, uh, I respect because uh, you guys will give a chance to the original bands, which not every venue in the area is willing to do. I mean, you got your cover bands, but you also have uh, your original bands. And you know how how has it worked out for you guys? You want me to go with this one, Tommy? Go ahead, Ben. You're there longer. Hmm. Well, it's it's a great, it's a really good question. From a, from a musician and a lover of live music, recorded music, anything music, once you're a bar owner, it isn't the same. You know, I have a bunch of people that work for me. You know, everything, and this is what everybody thinks of the bar owner. Everybody thinks it's all money, money, money. Right. And you know what? <clears throat> Life is money, Money, money. We don't, we don't, we need a box of cereal and something else. We don't run to the convenient. We get in our cars, we go up to Walmart, we buy the savings. Everybody does everything to save money, to make money. And now that I said that about money, you, you have to be very careful about who you are loving musically and who you are booking in your place. Because, you know, I, I love hard rock. I love heavy metal. That's what I love. I love all kinds of music, but I like that style of music. I find a lot of the original bands are very, very, very heavy and hard on the hard side of, of rock. And you can't, you, a lot of these people aren't 21. You know, you hear about how good some of these bands are and they draw well at all ages things and they have a great name. And you know, you, you wonder why have I heard about this band? And then you, you give them a shot at your bar and you know, the majority of their crowd has a hard time getting in there. So without trying to make it a negative thing, because your question was honest and fair, original music is there's so many good bands and you want to give them a chance. You want to get them into your place. The bummer is that there's no other places. If you're not playing the V spot and if you're not playing thirsties and if you weren't playing up at Hiles and if you're not playing at uh, the New Penny, you're not playing. You're yeah, playing to right. all ages crowds downtown. There's no the scene that way is is it's really tough. Like I I want to be busy and I want to give bands with talent, no matter what genre, I want them to play. But you have to be smart 
You know, you have to be smart. Uh, as a, a business owner. As a business owner, you have to be smart because a great original band uh, just uh, Facebooked me. Hey, we want to play your place again. Well, they're they're heavy as, they're, they're super heavy. I'm 48. My regulars are 25 to 35 or 30 to 40. That's my regulars. It's, I don't have a kitty. I don't have a kitty bar. No. I like the kitty music. I like it. <laughs> I love it. I want to give everybody a chance, but then you have to use your brain. It's a business. The bank doesn't care how awesome the bands were last month. Right. Give me my payment. Right. So, you know, we have, you know, full-time cooks. We have full-time doormen. We have full-time people. I got a beautiful wife and a whole bunch of kids. I, every decision I make is based on making a living. And sometimes you have to tell people with talent, I'm sorry. It's a bummer. Did that, but did that, was that one of those things that four years ago when you started up, when you, when like, let's say like the first month or so, or maybe even a little longer, oh, where you're like, longer. Yeah, I was, but we were like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just booking all that, these bands. I was super hesitant. I was very cautious when it came to the bands. I was, I was booking mainstream stuff. Uh, obviously I didn't know a whole lot of what was going on, but I know, I knew what questions to ask, <clears throat> the right questions to ask. And I was, I, I played it really safe the first year into the second year. And it was only after that, that I really was actually starting to let original bands in there. Like Grace's downfall doesn't count because they're, no. they want to make it, but they play covers so well. They never even have to write another song. They're such a great cover band. Right. But there are bands that are out there that are in this, you know, unfortunately crappy area for live music. Just very few places. But I was very cautious. Now, now I'm I'm more I'm now I, I want more people to hear uh, different music. I want people to hear different bands. You know, there's bands don't survive because there's nowhere to play. You know, there's five bands I booked last year. They're not bands this year. They're they're not I'm not booking the next year. They're not bands anymore. So when you don't have somewhere to play, the bands don't have any reason to stay together. They break up. So I try to book a country. I'm trying to get a country band into my bar. I would rather eat the sole off your shoe than, <laughs> than, Agreed. than, than have. Now, if it's a kick-ass band, it's kick-ass. Kind of the, the genre doesn't matter. But if it's just an average country band, but you know what I want? I want some different people to come into the bar. I just, somebody that hates hard rock will never come to the V spot on Friday and Saturday. So what if somebody who only lives less than a mile from my bar is going to come check out a different style of music that I don't normally do. So th this is the way a bar owner starts to think after time, you start to think, how can I get some more people in here? And Tommy and I advertise like nobody else. We advertise more than anybody can think of another bar that advertises as much as we do on the radio and the paper you know, Tommy's on Facebook three, four times a day. I do the same thing, just trying yeah. to get the name out there. So after a while, I mean, that's almost a full time job in and of itself. Is just it. It is a real pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. A real pain in the ass. Not to interrupt Vince, but this is good. Like to have us both here because Vince, you're getting the the former rock star, the bartender. Oh, <laughs> I've taken now. all my full length mirrors and I've cut them in half. And now I just, <laughs> since I put the 15 pounds on, now I just look at myself from the nipples up. <laughs> but you're getting the perspective from a former bartender, now a business owner. And to me, where I've been in business for so long, I'm, I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't the, 
guy that went out and bought the guitar like Vinny. I wish I was living that dream, but I didn't have that opportunity. Well, your waistline was around your neck. That's well, just the shorts. <laughs> it was to show my testicles. But You were joking. <laughs> Both sides. But Vinny's right. It's a shame. There are good original bands like Silhouette Lies and Eye and Attraction that just need more exposure but unfortunately because the way the economy is right now and of course nationally everybody's saying the economy's you know coming back coming back but you know they always said we're 20 years behind the times here and it, you know it's not showing here yet that the economy's well, we, well, turning I mean, around northeast p has never experienced a depression because we're always in one right exactly right but always. what i'm saying is that you know they need the exposures but unfortunately the position we're in you know, everybody has that, I'm going to say, like like Vince was saying about the bar owner, the perception. Right. Okay. That, you know, we're sitting in our office and Vince just mentioned- counting money. Counting money. Yeah. And that's not the case. And like, I just heard Vince saying, and I feel a lot better now because I thought I was in this by myself, but <laughs> trying to bring in different things to bring in different people in because your regulars are not weaning off, but they have less money. And I, and I see it myself, um, and I'm in a different area, even though I should be in Scranton, and you asked that, why did I go to Oliphant? Um, like I said, being in business for that long and having competition, competition is always good. Competition is the best thing you could have. But the way the economy is right now, competition could hurt you. And when I was looking around, whether it was, you know, whistles, which is whatever it is now, and um, Facha Luna, which is the vault now, and I looked at Remix, it hit me like that, not just because Vinny's my friend growing up, but, you know, if I come there, we have the same friends, and there's only so much to go around. And if you're not going to have the whole pie, because you need the whole pie right now to survive, right? But me coming, taking half of the pie, we're both not going to succeed. So I went as far as way as possible. And I told Vinny from day one, I says, you know, Vince, the way the economy's going, I, I remember talking to him and I says, you know, down the road, if this continues and we both survive, unfortunately, we might be the only two left. Yeah, my bar's for sale, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> and so is mine, uh, my, too. If anybody actually, gives me a good offer, uh, I'm, I'm gone. I'm good. Yeah, I I'm just gone. said that the other day, too. I'm going I'm to open up an aquarium, uh, so I like fish. Yeah, I'm going to see if we can get some exotic. Gonna, Maybe we'll do it together. We'll do a show like that tank show on TV. <laughs> you can call it fish and chips. But like, <laughs> yeah. but something like 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 here now, the numbers guy and the former bartender that has been, 10 years ago, maybe when we were in our late 30s or even mid 30s, if we had ever knocked ourselves in the head and say, hey, let's get together and do this, we'd be retired somewhere on a beach right now. Because back then- there was money and there's not money now when people start asking about is there a cover tonight and i can't afford to come in because there's a cover and then you think okay well if you can't pay the five dollars at the door what were you going to spend when you got in here there's a problem out there right now and bands don't realize that and that's what i'm trying to get at was the the talented original bands like silhouette lies and i in attraction if it's not playing for us they're playing at I don't know what the place in Wilkes-Barre, Diane's Deli. I'm sure it's a nice place. I've never been it's, there. It's, what's yeah, the name of the place? It's Martin Irby's. But they're not getting paid they're, like uh, they, The other side. The other side, yeah. They're yeah, not yeah. getting paid But they're like, over 21 too, aren't they? The other no, side? they're all age. They're all age. I think so. Diane's yeah, Deli is, is yeah, all one. That's, that, no, no. That's the other a bar. side allows all ages. That's a bar. Yeah, Diane's bar, Deli bar. is a bar. 
Yes, it they is. They call it Diane's Dale, but you have to be 21 to be there. Yeah, yeah. But and to make at least $100 a guy, you're going to have to play at our place, okay? Mm-hmm. Those places I talk to the kids, they might walk out with 20 bucks a piece. But unfortunately, we have to look at what's best for the business right now. If it was booming where, you know, people were just coming out and spending money like crazy, hey, we could book anybody because we know that night everybody's going to spend money. But right now it's a numbers game and it's a a demographic game, and that's why Jimmy doesn't play at the V-spot. He comes in, he comes in with all his people, all his instruments, all that. All those highlights in their hair, and they want all this stuff. And he goes, Vinny, where's the dressing room? No <laughs> dressing room at the V spot. The kitchen. Well, I mean, going back to like, you know, let's let's say like if I mean, you guys, I don't even. Well, think I you- need full size mirrors too. That's a yeah. problem. Now those are all day, cut in those half. Are, those green are green M&Ms. Or at least like the mirror gone. so it shows like the bottom. I half. think you should stack up two or three of Vinny's, and that that'll get you to. But you you were saying like three or four years ago, like you were making. I was you know, making three hundred dollars. As one night, a person, a person, a person. in a five-piece band, right? And so then you're going fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars a night. Yeah, we were making seventeen fifty, and now what are you making? A hundred, if we're lucky. A person. person per person. Yeah. So I mean, does everybody remember the collective? Yes. Yeah, they were awesome. The That's, collective. Uh, the who was that? That, wait, wait, that was uh, Kermit. Kermit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, that fantastic guitar player from Dunmore. <clears throat> he was great. It was um, uh, his name will come to me. What? I, I went to no. two shows with them because I was uh, dear friends with a light man, and they were playing outside of Philly, not even in Philly, and they were playing in a place that was much smaller than Tinks, and they were getting three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's what they were getting at one time. I think the collective was probably the biggest band in the Scranton area, as far as and I don't think what they realized command, it. what they could command. Right. And those those places are gone. It could easily come back. It's but there's a reason why there is a reason why the hardware bar doesn't have live music any, exactly. anymore. Or nobody gives. Not, not let me say that again. Not enough people care care about rock and roll. They don't mm-hmm. care. They're and, and and I'm not about to go. I'm not about to go all Nostradamus on anybody. But I don't. I can't say Vince, what it is, but it's a fact. Do you think it's that they don't care, or is it because they don't have the money to care? Well, now, well, I mean, now, are they, are they now not pulling making, in the numbers? We're making a stew. No, that's because a, they're not. We're not. We're not. We're what used to be. Now I have a really small place. Okay, my fire code is only 155 people. So when there is a hundred people in my bar, my bar is a party. Right. You know what I mean? People aren't leaving. Right. Who cares if the music sucks? There's a hundred people right. in a bar. There's people to look at. You know what I mean? There, I have everything. Once you're there, I got great beer, great service. You just got to get people in together. I bet you there's a ton of people that go out every weekend to Mulligans, to Kildare's, and they go, I hate that fucking place. But they go there because that's where everybody is. Rock is kind of dead because- I've got a rock and roll bar and there should be people should be lined up to get into my place. You should have a velvet rope. There should be a velvet rope and we should be telling people with bad hair, you can't come in, <laughs> but it's, or you can, but, or you can, <laughs> but, it's, but it's not the case. And, 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 and one thing that I do have to tell you is that I do not book shitty bands. If you hear a band is playing at the V spot, they've been, they've either a played there before or, and, and they were awesome and maybe not awesome, but they brought 
a lot of people. And then sometimes, <laughs> and then sometimes you don't care how good the band is if the party is in my building. But but in other words, like so, when you say I don't book shitty bands, but at the same time, like wouldn't it be like, you know, hey, somebody's going to go up there and like literally slap on their fat belly for three hours, and they can bring a hundred well, people in. That's what I Some, told you yeah. the other day. I said it's gotten to the point where if somebody grabbed a microphone and banged off, you know, the, their testicles for four hours, and wow, two hundred people enjoyed it, but I hated it. Date? They're getting yeah, they're getting booked. <laughs> you know, and that's just when can it do that again? Right. I exactly. got I got this date in April <laughs> for you guys because it's it's a rare it's a rare thing, and 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 there's a perception right there where Vinny just said a hundred and what do you do? One hundred and fifty. One fifty five is yeah. our fire okay. code. So you're talking. 700 and do my math 700 and well money wise yeah 775 if everybody paid to get in okay so bands can't expect the 300 dollars a piece anymore because if right you max my bar out i mean well because we're going because we charge cover on friday and saturdays to get in i charge cover on friday and saturday because i have live entertainment but okay now but why why do you charge a cover because i want the better bands but because but, i can't but also get- isn't it because because financially it's a hell of a burden if you if you well, didn't charge. Well, well, well here's you know here's what I'm saying? something. Here's you something can't that take. You, go ahead, Vince. But you, it, uh, he's going to get to the point where and explain that part. We had a discussion once about you know we're not breakers. I went to Breakers the other night to see Leash Kenny's new Pearl Jam tribute band. Yeah, I the videos a, I saw. I bought awesome. a bottle of beer. And you ready for this? At Breakers or not Breakers Bar Louis four thirty five for a bottle of Budweiser. And ten fifty for a small gray goose and and cranberry juice. Wow! Don't need to charge cover. Don't exactly. I mean, the, the people got to come. Now I can't. <laughs> but they're me a and Tommy can't do that, right? Wait, yeah. And and to answer your lot? question, is yeah, that, that's a hell that's of a lot, lot because Here I'm at, I don't know a Vince bottle, but we're two seventy five for a bottle. Yeah. And six, you know, for see now like Lawrence, double, Lawrence from the, like the New York area and like to to, to people like from I New have, York, LA, stuff like that. They, they think those they think those prices cheap. are like oh that's great, that's great, that's a good price. Well, let me thank you, Lauren, first and foremost for never being at my bar. My bar is very affordable, but the whole the point is is that um you know we we're we're stuck trying to get people in so we don't have expensive prices i'm a corner i really am a corner bar i just fake everybody out with these radio commercials and, exactly. and I, you're just you're just pretend like someone who's ever been to the v spot or moves into town they probably think now where am i going well i heard of the v spot and if they listen to the commercials which i don't know why they would they <laughs> they would you know find themselves going to check this place out then they get to the parking lot and they look at the outside of the building. It's two stories. And then you get <clears throat> you get to the front door, and it's this small bar with a big bar. I got twenty nine seats, big big uh, oval bar. But it's a small corner bar. It's all I am. I have to have drink prices that people in the area because you can go. How many bars can people go to in Scranton? Everybody has a Budweiser. If you want a Budweiser and you drink a lot, okay, you're gonna go where you want it to be served to you. But it, where, where my bar is, there's five, six great bars in, within a mile. So you have to stay competitive. Everybody has to have the same prices or else because I don't have topless bartenders. You know what I mean? I don't yet. have. I don't have yet. <laughs> I was thinking of that over the weekend. But, you know? but only males. But, <laughs> but you know, you have, to, you, have to, you have to stay competitive. But then on the weekends, and this gets back to answering your question, I have to charge a cover. I cannot 
get nowhere slow to come play my bar. And then a slow night, you know, say, well, here's what you get. Well, they'll never be back. And that's not, I'm, I'm honoring you guys in nowhere slow. You guys are phenomenal. Same thing with yeah, they're a great Grace's band. downfall. And you can just go on and name and <clears throat> so name. Are they. You can name. There's so much talent. But you here. can name all these great bands. But you know, there are reasons why these great bands only play at the casino. They only play at Thirsty's. They only play at the V Spot. Why? Because we're paying them. But I can't. I can't give them the money out of my register from the sales because there's no. There's no there's, real there's profit. No room. There's no room. There's no real profit in these drinks. I mean, there is per drink, but you need a lot of people to stay in business. Right. You need a lot of people and a lot in of your place drinking. And, drinking. And, yeah. and the fact that people aren't drinking like they used to because, you know, you have, I don't know about Vinny's place. I'm going to speak for myself, but, you know, coming from Oliphant, I can't even get my own friends and family to come up from Scranton because the gauntlet of Dixon City, Blakely, Oliphant, Jessup, Peckville. You know, if you could get through that, you're just happy you got to my place. Never mind having a couple of drinks and worrying about driving home. Right. You know, so now there goes that maybe six beer night down to one and three glasses of water just because I got to go home. Right. And the glasses of water at the end of the night. I, I mean, it, it, it seems like only since I opened a bar have I ever seen people stop drinking like they stop an hour before they leave they, they, people just stop drinking and they're like can i have a water yes and i said do you want a fucking lemon mm. you want that too <laughs> huh? huh how many straws you want that's true huh? how many straws you want but on one hand you're like it's 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 responsible but on the other hand it's like i remember you're, i remember you know when i used to drink like you've actually served me quite a few times in a very inebriated state oh, you probably don't remember you every probably, time yeah but but i mean we used to you know like 157, it's like, let's order four shots. Yes. Exactly. Doesn't you know happen. What I mean? And Rarely that happens. doesn't happen anymore. And now we were just talking about this over a drink over at uh, Cooper's here. And I said, Vince, like my first year, and I, like I said, I'm only here. This will be actually my two-year anniversary is this weekend coming up. And um, With London Force on Friday and the push on Saturday. You know, thanks for the cheap <laughs> Great plug. <bands. laughs> Great yeah. But um. We were just talking about this, and I said, my first year, and Vinny said, you know, this is your honeymoon phase. You know, you're going to be busy and this and that. And I says, okay. And it did continue, but I think all of a sudden when that economy changed, I just said to Vince, I said, you don't see the lineup 10 shots on the bar or get him, 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 and her, and her, and her drink anymore. Yeah, we you're, used to always do that. You're lucky yeah. if you see, you get me and 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 maybe him right there next to me. You know, yeah, the, the order is I want a shot and I'm thinking of I'm getting thinking, him, but if he but wants I don't to, know. Yeah, but if he wants to pay for his own, maybe he'll let him. split it. Yeah. 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 Like that's what it's come to. And and you know, hey, I wish I could pay the bands like Jimmy said he was making three hundred dollars a guy. I mean, if that was the case and we could pay that, um, that means we're doing a lot of money in the in the register. But that that's the problem right now. And bands don't understand that. I don't know if you get this, but I get Tommy, who's going to get us more beer? I don't feel very comfortable getting out of this. Oh, my God. It's four fucking feet away. I know. But I I mean, I'm sucked into this futon. I can hardly move. I know. I just moved because I feel like they're trying to trap Mm, us here. The the casting couch, right? (laughs) Certainly didn't deserve that move. Here, this will be in there for later. (laughs) But you say, my, what a wonderful tea party. That was. (laughs) But you can tell just from my Facebook alone, like I... You know, Facebook's another issue. We could have another podcast on that, the way, you know, 
what is it called, Jimmy? The allograms or whatever it is? Algorithms. Algorithms. If you want to talk about those, she's your... Yeah, where, where, you know, you make a post and 6% of your people are seeing it. I mean, I have 3,700 likes on the one page and it goes out and I posted something this morning and if I don't pay for it, it says, oh, 47 people seen this. Well, they didn't see it. It went to 47 news feeds. So... You know, it's getting tougher to get the information out like wow, that. Wow, that's scary. That's yeah. you, didn't, you didn't know that? No, I really don't understand no, how I'll it works. I'll give you a lesson after this I got to say goodnight to okay. my kids. Excuse okay, me. Well, well, hold on. Care, is everybody okay? Yeah, this is uh, intense. I got headphones on. I'm uh, <laughs> next to my buddy, Tommy Tell. Uh, there's three people in front of us with a serious list of inquiries. So I only answer the phone. <laughs> I answer the phone just to say goodnight and I love you. Oh, no, I'm coming home to take care of those kids. Are those all the kids in the background? That's Vivian. What's that noise? What's that noise? Okay, put her to bed. <laughs> I will be putting her to bed. I just want to make sure you're coming home to bed. Oh, I'm coming home, honey. Did he stop? No. All right. Oh, that's okay. nice. I love you. Uh, we love you, Bye-bye. too. Uh, Vivian Rose. All right. Bye-bye. Live. I like how you kept that like on for like six minutes before you even said anything. Like you were well, kind <laughs> enough to let him finish his thought. I just and I while his kids I, waited. I apologize. To, <laughs> I apologize to cut in like that. But I don't even know where I was now. Like, that just <laughs> threw me right off. You were talking about keywords on Facebook algorithms, right? In terms of but, trying to reach. And I said audiences. to you, and I'm like, oh, you didn't know that. When no, you I did post, Like I posted on the Stude the other day, right? right. And for it'll the blind say like 47. Oh, I, I thought 47 no, I people saw that. I didn't. No, so no, even no, no, though no. even though if there's 47, it doesn't mean 47 people actually saw it. it no, just, no, no, no. It gave it gave 47 people the opportunity to see it. So if they didn't Correct. scroll down far enough, if they, they wouldn't. Didn't, have if seen they didn't hit refresh, they might not have seen it. Right. All right. Exactly. Wow. But they but those people had the opportunity to see it. Right. But where I was going with this is that you don't even have to look at the register receipts to see what's going on in the business. You could just go to my Facebook inbox and see the I don't know if you get them, but twenty five thirty requests a day. Hey, check out my band. Hey, how do we get booked there? Um, how come you're not giving us a chance? Hey, we'll play for free. But see, they don't understand that you get that you you get that many. Oh, I'll show you right now. It's it's terrible, and a lot of them are you know it's getting it started in Wilkesbury. They wanted to come up. Hey, we want to break into the area. You know, we know that the V spot in Thursdays. We have to get there to make it. We want to build up a fan right. base there. You know what I tell them, Tommy? Yeah. What exactly? But exactly what you're talking about? Bands that are not from the area or bands that want to play for the first time. I tell them <coughs> there is no scene here. You cannot build your name up in this area because I have to book so many bands that you'll get in here once you might get in here one more time the rest of the year and there's no scene there's nowhere else to play and that's how I I try to discourage them it's like yeah because a great band from Wilkes-Barre we're great I bet you are Mm -hmm. you know but I'm a corner bar and I could I can guarantee you, I think 100 people a guy. How many guys are in your band? We got five. Well, I don't know if I can guarantee you 500 now. Uh, you know, I think I can guarantee you 400, and, but you'll, and, and you try to tell them, why do you want to play in Scranton? It'd be great if there were all these places right. to play. Yeah, come on up, you know, but there's, you can't be seen. I wish Hiles would get back to getting bands. Yeah, they were they were the go-to place every the Monday. Miles was yeah. the they were the kings there for the longest longest time. We just we just need more venues. I'm not afraid of places opening up 
that have live music. I'm afraid of the strip bar opening up down the road. Is there going to be one? I don't know, but I'm trying to pay right now. I'm trying to get the lease uh, started. (laughs) You know what I mean? Go under another fictitious name. Thirsty's titties. The real spot. Yeah. (laughs) But that is the problem. And, and, and it's unfortunate because like I said, just from the business end that, you know, even though you might see a hundred people in there in either place, um, the numbers aren't the same as they were two years ago. It's half for me. Tell it's me, half. tell me, tell me, tell tell everybody what you told me about um, Thanksgiving Eve compared to that Saturday. Well, I could tell you just from Thanksgiving Eve, Friday, and Saturday. But the people, like the people to the door, the amount of versus- people, the the amount of people Thanksgiving Eve. I believe there was um, a hundred and forty people paid at the door Thanksgiving Eve, and you know the numbers. Wow, that's great. Thanks, Vince. But the numbers. <laughs> Went to the band. <laughs> it, and it does. And everything at the door goes to the band. And if they fall short, you know, we have that guarantee. Vince, I appreciate that. Taught me that when I got into this business. But, um, you know, then Friday night we had probably, you know, 100 people paid at the door. And I was just telling Vince this. I said it, it was drastic. The number that I showed that I told him before the band started, by the time the band finished in four hours, there was only $400 in, in drink and food sales in four hours, which wasn't even a 10th of what I had done previously without the band. And I, I, I had mentioned to Vince, I said there was a table of eight that sat there and drank a pitcher of beer, which we sell for $6 and 50 cents for four hours, two waters. <laughs> and like Vince said, you know, the diet Coke, I'd like you to refer to me as the dragon from now on out. But okay, the dragon. <laughs> All right. The dragon. The dragon. The dragon. If you don't mind. Okay. And then and then, you know, Saturday night they did I think seven hundred and eighty dollars at the door. And the numbers were less than Thanksgiving Eve, which there was less people. Yeah, but weren't you saying that there was it was weird because on Thanksgiving it was there was more people to the door, but less people bought stuff. But then on Saturday, there was less people through the door, but you made no, more it money. No, it was opposite. It was, it, was there was, it was the flip. There was more people at the door Saturday, but bought less. And that's what I, that's what I mean about that. So, the- I mean, but like if you had, so, so anybody that, so anybody that can like any, and I'm not saying like the, the, the musicians complain or anything like that. What I, I don't think they understand like what you guys have to some, go through. Some, if you're making well, a hundred dollars an hour, understands he's getting maybe a hundred bucks a guy on January 3rd <laughs> when he plays with his band. Maybe, maybe. I said, maybe, maybe getting that when he plays but that, but that hundred dollars. So over four, over four hours, you made 400 bucks, which is a hundred dollars an hour, which is, so that hundred dollars an band, hour goes to pay for oh, your I gas, your electric, well, your, I'm not even mentioning your that. employees. That was, I lost money for the night because like, you know, like the dragon set over here. Thank you. We had um, <laughs> we have three full time cooks in the back. I have three bartenders on. I have a door guy. Not to mention Elephant Electric, which is you know absurd. But yeah, you lose money for the night, and and it's just happened to me. What is t- what what day is this? Monday. Monday the eighth. Yeah. This has happened to me Saturday night, and I won't mention the band's name. I will. <laughs> <laughs> but Sidewinder. <laughs> But here's a here's a great example because it's fresh on my mind. We had, I believe, this band, and they're, and they're a popular band around the area. But we had maybe fifty people paid at the door, which is only two hundred fifty dollars. Then I have to pay my door guy fifty dollars. So now I'm down to two hundred. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, you know, the deal is 400 for the band. God, I'd love to get them a hundred dollars a guy, but it's not my fault that they have five guys in the band. Right. So I told them, I said, look at, you know, I don't want to cut you early. If you want to cut out early now, all I could give you is 400. I mean, I'm pulling 200 out of my own pocket for this and the sales aren't there tonight. And they looked at me like I had five heads and I'm like, but it's not my fault. You have five people in the band and you know, 45 people, 40 or 50 people paid at the door, you know, it's the shitty end. The band, right? And it's not, but it's not. It's not. It's not to say that the band is bad. No. How about, no. That's how about, actually, Tommy, how about the anxiety? How about having to talk it's, to a guy before who, they play their last set? You know, that you consider a friend. Exactly. We consider all these people our friends, and I'm not going to cut you off. But the, I just want everyone to know truth. that it's there is I a terrible. huge level of you know like friendship. You, you, we're all we're all we're kids. All, we're kids at yes. heart. We we know we're in the bar business. Right. We are selling booze. Booze is cool. Musicians, cool. So right. when things aren't cool, you got to step up and say, hey, I'm sorry. You know, and you know, it's and tough. That's, that's, you got to be the boss. to say it. But if, you want, if you want well, I mean, it's, my it's not, bar to be open next month, right. six months from now, we, we have, have to make to, those we tough both decisions. We have to work together. And this is what yeah, I think. Yeah, and you guys and you guys aren't. And the, and the weird thing is, is like, yeah, you guys are probably like the two venues that, that people – at least desire to play at. I had a, but, I, but you're I had not a, competition in a weird way because you're you're so you have yeah, two different oh, crowds. There's 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 absolutely no competition, animosity, anything. But we're, no. we're friends now. I actually in Scranton, I have I have no issues with any bars at all. Period. You know, you you have live. You have a lot of live entertainment up by you. No, just the the place a couple blocks away, but they don't do a cover. And they yeah, have but it's this, just some guy playing a guitar. No, it's not. It's just they try to. And this is the thing where if they play at Thursdays or the V spot and and with all the advertising we do. And this is what the bands don't realize as well. Yeah. How you much know, a week do you do you throw you, to advertising? You know, there's radio. There's the Electric City. Jeez, I spend twelve hundred dollars on Facebook just to get people to see the stuff to you really know, to boost your post and your events and and this is why i'm on guys like jimmy and amanda his girlfriend to invite your friends <laughs> get people <laughs> do your part do your part because we're out there putting i, I don't know what i'm not going to speak for vince but i'm probably i'm the dragon and i'll speak for myself and i'll speak for myself i was no, just in before, case this question came up i'll tell you exactly what we we pay out of we don't. Char- we only charge a cover on Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. so we pay an acoustic an acoustic musician on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and a DJ on Sunday. Now that is no cover, so that's out of that's out of our register. Thank right. you. Okay. Now on Friday and Saturday, I'm always paying the band besides the cover. Exactly. I'm, I'm always I'm always throwing in and more. because the night blew, or I'm saying great night. Here's, here's what you did at the door, and then here's from our sales. Okay, right. try to make everybody happy. So when you take on an average, what I pay out on a for a week with my advertising, and out of the register to pay for entertainment, it's like fifteen hundred dollars a week. I pay to entertain you. Is this thing on? <laughs> right. Is this on? We're paying. Which nobody realizes. Fifteen hundred. Well, I mean, well, someone might think. Because a parking lot is full, look at the money, money. the dragon's making. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not necessarily the case. I mean, listen. If anybody's ever bought beer before, you know, 
I sell a draft for $2.50. You know, I make make almost $2 selling a draft. Got to sell a lot of drafts, guys. It's a $2 sale. Right. You know, there's, I mean, here's something you, 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 no one would ever think of. And even when I first opened up, when we got a credit card machine, I said <laughs> to my partner, Frank, I said, Frank, I said, uh, we have to get a credit card machine. You know, I don't even have cash on me most of the time. I do everything with a credit card. We pay like $700 every month to have a credit have card a credit machine. Card. Get out of here. That's sure, the they fees. take a percentage. That's the fees. That's to have a credit card machine. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the things you just not. You so really now have it's to, like, So now it's like, so now it's like $2,500 a, a week. And that's what I'm advertising. That's just 700 a month. A month. But I'm well, just right, saying. But, but what I'm saying was with the advertising and then you add in the credit card fee. Oh yeah. Okay. No, that's a but, month. But I went in, to public school. No, but, <laughs> but in general, what I'm, what, what I'm, what I want people to take from this podcast, if you're still listening is that being a bar owner is a fucking blast. Okay. And it's cool. And mm-hmm. you're, you know, because I'm selling booze and people come in and they got you got what they want they come in I mean, i'm not dragging people i don't have no funny sprint rubber guy swinging in the wind you know what i mean <laughs> with a big giant with a big giant Maybe you, you should. know sale wacky you inflatable too right man. now everything is half off we right. don't do that you know we hope you come there when you come through the door you know you want to be met with you know our job is to give you good service. You came, you came to our bar. You came to Thirsty's. What were you, you weren't expecting a sofa on sale? You're there to eat and drink and be entertained. Right now, so we love being bar owners, and that's, I speak for myself and the Sidewinder. And you we have to love it to do this, you know, because because right. not everybody is super cordial, and some people are confused and they want to know why you are not who I thought you were. So you're constantly. You're constantly, you know, being something for someone to everyone. Right. But in general, you know, we have, we sell, we sell things cheap. We're selling cheap products. They might have a large margin in the scheme of things. Right. You know, your draft beer cost us 60 cents. So we sell it for 250 and they go, wow, you fucker. Why can't I have these for free? Well, because I bought it once. I don't feel like buying it again. So, you know, you need people. You need people because $2 and $2 and $2 and $2 still only comes to $8. You need hundreds of people a week to stay in business. So when you see a bar owner, give them a hug. Okay. Because we're. <laughs> hug the dragon. Yes, the sidewinder. We're just trying. We just. I want to be open. I want to be open. I don't ever want to think I have to sell or I have to close or I have to refinance all that stuff. I like what I'm doing. I'm a rock and roll bar. People are coming there. Everything is cool, but I want to continue it. But people and bands and everyone just has to understand that if you want me, the V spot still there, these things like cover charges, they have to happen. They're not going away. You're not going to see the best bands in the area unless they get paid. And you if you filled my bar with 155 people and they drank their faces off and I gave the band 20%, I still give them that much money anyway with a cover charge. The, the cover charge gets the good bands. You pay them a lot. They come back. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the trick because think about it. What do you, what do you drink honey buns when you, when you go out? How much, <laughs> how much can you possibly drink? Five drinks? What are you looking at me for? He's asking you. 
It depends on what well, I'm first of all, well, it's always it depends. She's from New York, so if she comes to my place, I'm jacking the prices. Right, up. right. Well, that's not really fair, now is it? <laughs> but you in won't general, realize. As You'll we still all think drink, you're getting a Everybody, everybody, chime in. You know, everybody, everybody, chime in. You go to a bar at ten o'clock and you're staying until two, and you're let's say you're driving. Now, how many drinks do you think you're gonna have? Probably, f- I, I don't f- drink anymore. Three but four. Three to four? Maybe oh, two or three. Seven? Two Wait, who said six? I, I did. I, <laughs> see, I thought it was Jimmy because I seen him have like 24. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're driving. Like, I mean, and listen, we shouldn't be drinking, but like you're, you're, on the, you're airing the caution hour. We're not getting smashed. We're just going out. How many drinks are you going to have in four hours? Don't tell me one an hour. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Okay, so well, we're like maybe have, like one percent. Maybe we're gonna have six to eight drinks. Okay, right. so that person, you know, if they if they had draft beer, you know, it's a small markup in that. But that one person who stayed for four hours, you know, the bar, you know, maybe makes ten bucks off that person. Okay, but when you think of the when you don't think of it, because I have to I have to tell it to you, the cost, <laughs> the cost, <laughs> the cost of being in business is. You know, you have to be in business to understand that. People that are listening to this understand that. If you throw papers on Sunday, you're like, this guy's a dick. But you need you need profit. I pay for my advertising and my acoustic entertainment out of my profit. Mm-hmm. That's how we it's how we survive. So I'm hoping people when they leave, they go, I like that place. You know, they had a, they had great entertainment, and you know, the food was not bad, and the service was cool. And you just hope they come back. You got to have these people that you know, feel like they got a deal. You have to give these people a deal. They just won't come. Or at least a damn good experience. You know, or a damn good experience. But in this economy, like the Sidewinder mentioned before, you, (laughs) people can go somewhere else. If all you want is a Budweiser, you know what I mean? You could go find one for two bucks. Yeah, but I mean, so so do you guys find that like, so what do you, okay, so besides the economy, like what do you, what do you, and either one of you chime in, what do you attest to the lower... Either either a the lower turnout of people coming in, or b the lower expenditure of oh, money. I, or my opinion, it's all the economy right now. I mean, there's not there's no jobs in my area. You have one of the largest employment areas was Sinram and we. Uh, they're gone. They're gone. So people were they gone before you opened up? No, they were there when you opened mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you have a Wea thing? You had like a wee party. I don't know. I think yeah, one of them, I did. Yeah, you I had, had a, like a happy hour or yeah, something for them or no, something. They had, uh, they had a night. There was a hundred people that came. It was their last day of work. And and that's, it's terrible. It's unfortunate. And don't forget, I'm in a town of 5,000 people, you know? So, and I had a business two blocks away from Vince, you know, you're dealing with 76,000 people in Scranton. Hopefully, like Vince says, you want people to come back, but. I know for myself in that business, there was times I didn't see the same, let's say, 100 people every week. You know, there was enough people to go around. Yeah, there's enough turnaround. Up where I'm at in the Valley, and plus being the outsider, you know, because- AKA Sidewinder. You know, it was a hard nut to break in the first year and a half. I'm just getting to where those people say, hey- he is a good guy, even though he's from Scranton and he was a politician. You know, that was a hard nut to break because it's kind of like Dunmore up there. There's reasons why, you know, Ricardo's and, and uh, Dunmore Appliance can 
survive all those years, even though they're twice as much or three times as much as, you know, Home Depot or Price Chopper, they're loyal to their, their community businesses. And that's how, you know, the Valley is up there. So I'm just breaking into that right now, but, but that's not in the bar business loyalty. I don't think there's loyalty. No, in the bar but business. I do. I do a lot of more food. I'm trying to change it to that. That's why I went non-smoking and um, trying did to you, get. Did you notice an uptick in business when you went non-smoking? Sure, there was an uptick in business, but the problem is, is that there's also the downtick in business because as you're gaining customers, you're also losing customers from the people that want to smoke. And and Vince will tell you that. I mean, the the non-smokers might not want to go to his place. I hear all the time. All the time, I can't stand the smoke. Can't stand the smoke. I said, well, I said, I, I understand. I don't, I don't. Well, you're, not, are you, you're not a smoker, right? Well, no, but I, you're a smoker if you're in my bar. Because, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't want 15 foot high ceilings. You come into my bar, you're smoking, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, but no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a smoker. You know, I'm and not I a smoker. Went, but I went in when I remodeled the place, I put uh a $15,000 system that only the Mohican Sun Casino has with 28 vents. For the to, smoke heaters. For the, for the smoke heaters, yeah. And you then, have that for sale? If you could get it out, I'll give it to you. Because <laughs> I, I have two smoke heaters. I mean, it's, it's probably bigger than this room. The first couple the months we floor. opened up, we had no smoke eater in there. We opened up on November 10th or 11th. And I think by January, you know, we were like, like, oh my God, you know what I mean? We have to do something, <laughs> but we had no smoke eater at all in there. And, and we, we have two smoke eaters now. I think they're, I think we, I think they're from the Titanic though. <laughs> I don't know if they work or not, but, um, you know, it's, but if you don't smoke, you know, a smoking place, you know what I right. mean? I mean, I, if I put on a pair of jeans that I wore the night before just to go run to the store, I could smell my jeans. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So if you're totally against smoking and, and so many people are, and I, I respect it, you know, you, you, you have to love the band. You have to love the bartender. You have to love the booze. If you're coming to my place, cause it is, it is a smoking place and people are smoking. They are, they are uh, definitely heavy, heavily. And, they, and even with the system that I put in, like the Mohican Sunhead, my first year, um, you get a hundred plus people in there smoking. You can't handle it. Um, no, the bartender would go home. His white shirt would be yellow after a shift. You know, that's how bad it is. But like he says, people would really have to appreciate your business and the band. Yeah, but the passionate too. smokers love They're, you guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I every, every ashtray, every ashtray I wipe down at two 30. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I had special clothes that I would wear for, for one bar in particular, I don't think it had a smoke eater ever. And they just, they just had a, a box fan that they would put on the floor and blow <laughs> dust out our, our band as we Wait were playing. Wait till I tell Mert you said that about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I had special shoes because the floor was always sticky. I had special jeans because they would hang onto the, the floor a little sure bit. You were they, playing they in a basement in the U? And then I had just special clothes Vince, because I'd it consider, was just destroyed. I'd consider canceling that a blaze date because he's high maintenance. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> show up in a fucking hazmat okay. I'll suit. Just, well, I mean, my bedroom is connected to the laundry room, so I'll just <laughs> strip on the way in. All that aqua that ain't going to hold back. Gonna hold, it's not going to repel all that Marlboro light you're going you're gonna to be smogged out with.
we're going to stop the conversation there and uh, break this into two parts because uh, well, once we finished, we uh, realized that uh, it was a little too long for, for uh, one sitting. So we figured it'd be easier for our listeners if we broke it up into uh, part A and part B. Uh, so this is the end of part A. Uh, part B is uh, posted right next to part A. So uh, uh, if you want to continue the conversation, uh, we get into some, some uh, different topics and we ask uh, some tougher questions. So, uh, uh, check out part B and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.